Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host, and I am so grateful for the fact that you would join us right here today. We are in the book of Mark. We're concluding our week with an interesting discussion on misunderstanding Jesus. Have you ever misunderstood Jesus? So often, it seems like through the fog of a life and through circumstances that surround us, it seems like we kind of, we can lose our way a little bit and not quite hear the master's call. What does the Bible say? My sheep hear my voice. Well, he knows us and we should know him, but there can be times even Jesus's friends and family in the Bible misunderstood him. And so don't feel too bad if it happens to you, but let's learn some things and make sure that we, that you and I, that we don't misunderstand Jesus. I've got a gospel track to tell you about this one right here. I carry with me just about every day, as long as I don't give them all out and I'm out of stock. We've got plenty in stock here at Bible Tracks Incorporated of It Was a Pleasure to meet you. This gospel tract right here, I'd encourage you, go to BibleTracksInc.org. It's probably my favorite everyday carry of the gospel tracts that I make sure that, again, unless I give them all out, I probably have four or five of them in my gospel tract wallet right now. I'd encourage you, go to BibleTracksInc.org. You can order some of these. Did I mention they're free? I don't think I've even mentioned that this week. Our gospel tracts are free as Lord provides. And if we can help you out in any way with our gospel tracks, we'd love to. We have about 50, we may be up to 51, but we have at least 50 different English titles of gospel tracks. And it was a pleasure to meet you as one of my personal favorites. I used it just, let's see, yesterday. Had to run to the grocery store to grab something for my wife for dinner. My dad is in town for a little while, for a few days, helping out with a few projects at Bible Tracks Incorporated. So very thankful for that. And he's actually working on, there's some a part of the exterior of the building that needs to be painted, and he's helping out with that. But we were having dinner at our house, and so I needed to go grab something, and I was talking to the cashier there, spoke for, I mean, less than 15 seconds, probably just swiping the credit card, and are you part of a rewards program? You know how that stuff goes, punching in the phone number, and off we go. But before she put that receipt, before she gave me that piece of paper, that receipt and stuck it down in my bag. I said, ma'am, would you mind reading this when you have a moment? And I put that gospel tract right there on the counter and uh, she took it and put it right on her, on her till on the, um, the cash, uh, box there. And the uh, Lord willing, maybe just maybe she's read it. And, uh, we're so very thankful for each and every one of you that use our gospel tracks. Go to BibleTracksInc.org today to get your very own copies of It Was a Pleasure to Meet You. We'd love to send you 25. We'd love to send you a thousand of them if you can use them. Maybe your church people would use them. Let me make mention of one more thing today. I've mentioned it every day this week. If you love good music, I'd love for you to text the word music to this phone number. I'll give it to you in just a moment. I've got in my hand an album, a brand new album called This Is My Story, This Is My Song. Bonus points to you if you can tell me what song that phrase is from. This is my story, this is my song. Maybe you can text me and tell me what your guess is. Many of you probably know. But if you text the word music to this phone number, you ready for it? 309 316 seven, two, four, 
zero. If you text the word music to that phone number, I'll give it to you again in just a moment, I'm going to send you information about how you can get this album. If you want the physical copy of it, we'd love to send it to you. Any size donation will get you this if you choose that option on our website in the month of May. But you can also listen to it on streaming if you'd like to. I'd love to send you information about that. Again, that phone number is 309-316-7240. You may ask, why are you doing music, Brother Mike? I'm misunderstanding you, not just Jesus. I'm misunderstanding you. Well, Paul Levine, our founder, he loved music, did a phenomenal job with it. And so we're kind of carrying on the heritage and the legacy of Paul Levine just a little bit with music by what we now have Paul Levine Studios. And we don't over index on it. I don't, I don't, I mean, we don't spend all day every day working on music. Absolutely not. It's a little byline. It's something we do on the side. The main thing and the main thing will remain gospel tracks, but we do have the opportunity to produce a little bit of good quality Christian music here in house. Maybe one of these days, maybe I'll have a CD. We'll see whether or not, I don't know if the world needs that or not, but we'll let you know if that happens. The book of Mark chapter number Three. Are you there? We're talking about an interesting concept today. Misunderstanding Jesus. The book of Mark, chapter 3, and look at verse number 20 and 21. And the multitude cometh together again. You realize, kind of throughout the book of Mark, there's a massive multitude following Jesus. He's kind of separated himself from them, gone out into the wilderness, come back to Capernaum, more crowds. Here in verse 20, the multitude cometh together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. I don't know if that means that they had swamped the local vendors and there was no bread left. I don't know if it means that they it was so packed in that you couldn't even reach into your satchel and grab out your your I don't know your skin of water, your your flagon of water. I don't know what they had back then. Oh, you couldn't even reach in and grab yourself a loaf of bread because your arms were pinned to your, your side. I don't know. All I know is there was a big crowd here. Verse 21. And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him, for they said, he is beside himself. Now, what are they saying? This guy is attracting such a crowd. You realize that they had not seen him dead, buried, and resurrected yet. They had seen some quote-unquote minor miracles. I would say healing lepers and all that type of stuff are not minor. But his friends were concerned for him. I don't know if it was just his disciples or maybe it was family and friends. and I don't know who exactly. But they went and they grabbed him and pulled him away because I don't think they were concerned the crowd was going to crush him or what. But as we look at this, just a few notes down, I want you to realize first that we have a human tendency to misunderstand others. Oftentimes, and husbands, wives, maybe you can back me up on this, very rarely do my wife and I get crossways in any way whatsoever. But 95% of the time, if we do, it's completely miscommunication. It's because I did not understand something she told me or vice versa. And we think about like, what that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? And we let things ruminate for a little while instead of just saying, hey, clarify for me. What exactly? Can I tell you? We have a human tendency to misunderstand others. It happens in churches all the time. The pastor says something. You realize if you talked as much as your pastor does, meaning behind the pulpit in public, if you talk that much, you'd say foolish things too. I mean, I think about this radio broadcast. Thankfully, it's in a situation where we can cut and edit and all those types of things if necessary. But I'll tell you what, some things still make it through the edit, I'm sure. Every once in a while, you think, what is that guy talking about? 
If you talked as much as I do, I preach in churches, I, I don't have an open Sunday, an open weekend until the middle of November. That's It's a blessing and a curse at the same time. It means I am busy, busy. I'm enjoying it. I'm not complaining. Understand that. But being scheduled out six months, I did not anticipate. When I launched into evangelism, January of 2020, I was thinking, I did not think that people would want me to be around as much as they apparently do. Praise God for it. It's an opportunity to talk about Bible tracts. It's an opportunity to, to reach people, to see people saved, all those types of things. But can I tell you, speaking somewhere different every single weekend and sometimes middle of the week on weekend, on Wednesdays and all that type of stuff, I guarantee you I say dumb stuff. Or I say something, and I have good intentions with what I'm saying, but it can be misunderstood. We have a human tendency to misunderstand others. Jesus' friends misunderstood him. So realize, if someone misunderstands you, don't don't put yourself up on a high horse and think, how could I was as clear as could possibly be. You realize Jesus' ministry, he told us in the book of Mark chapter 2, that he came to preach. That's why he came. Actually, I'm sorry, book of Mark chapter 1. I'm just realizing, speaking of misunderstanding and misremembering, book of Mark chapter 1. But he came to preach, and his friends are taking him away from the opportunity to speak to multitudes. Seems like a grave mistake to me, right? But realize when people misunderstand you, that's just part of the human condition. It happens. We live in error. We were born in sin. We're going to misunderstand things. Realize that Jesus' popularity attracted attention. The growing crowd, the overwhelming response to Jesus' ministry. And there is a challenge in balancing ministry with personal needs. I realize that most certainly. Thankfully, my children and my wife get to travel with me about 75 plus percent of the time. I'll tell you what, I don't know personally how I would do it or if I could do it if my family didn't travel with me. I don't want to go be alone. I married my wife because I like her, because I love her. I want to be around her. I love my kids. I want to be around them. So, but, 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 but there is a balance to be had there. Between ministry and personal, can I tell you, family so often needs to come before ministry. There are times when your ox is in the ditch and you got to do something. Can I tell you, I don't want to miss important family things because I have a ministry, quote unquote. I don't want to misunderstand the needs of my family. Remember and realize they're concerned with Jesus' well-being. They attempt to lay hold on him or restrain him. Their conclusion is he's beside himself. He's out of his mind. I don't know how he's drawn this crowd, but he's out of his mind. What are the consequences of misunderstanding Jesus? And what are the consequences of having misunderstanding in your local church? Well, there's a potential hindrance to Jesus' ministry. He could have spoken to potentially thousands of people, but he was hindered from that. The danger of underestimating, and this is the crux of the matter that I want to point to today, the danger of underestimating Jesus' mission and who he is. So often, we forget his purpose. And if our church was truly focused, if we kept the main thing, the main thing, reaching the lost, baptizing them, discipling them, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever commanded you, etc., etc., if our goal is to see people saved and added to the kingdom, then it would clear up a lot of the misunderstandings. If the purpose statement is clear, well, here's how I've heard it said. And this is a great quote, not mine. I'll pass it on to you. Equally informed people seldom differ. Let me say it again. Equally informed people seldom differ. That's five words that might change your life. When everybody has the same information, 
it's amazing how often they get on the same page. We should support and encourage those who follow Jesus, even when we don't fully understand. I'm not saying we need to just just kind of uh, brush over and ignore clear doctrinal errors. But sometimes God leads people in ways we don't understand. I'm not saying in, in opposition to scripture. I'm saying when people are led in such a way, they will stand before God for them. And so sometimes we need to give a little bit of liberty, a little bit of grace. So as we look at misunderstanding Jesus, can you identify a time someone has misunderstood you? And can you identify a time you have misunderstood someone else? I want to thank you so much for joining me again today and this week on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I've had a wonderful time. Let me encourage you, if you would, to follow us on social media, subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you listen in next week. We're going to have some fun things coming up. Have a great day for His glory. We'll plan on talking to you very soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at bibletracksinc.org. That's bibletracksinc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.